And the show has started. Hey, Jared. How was your Christmas, buddy? Hey, bud. Uh, great. Just grand. Just great and grand. Uh, you you um you low key dropped the song on Christmas. Yes. So me and Bryn had not a lot of time to record "Run Run Rudolph," so we did it very last minute. Put it together a masterpiece. Some are saying the best you know rendition of that song ever, and we were able to do that and release it like the next day. So it was a quick quick turnaround, you know, putting in the uh, the work for all the little uh, the kids on Christmas because that's kind of what they were looking for. All of our children's subscribers that are used to a Christmas song coming out, I had to make sure that they had a new one out for this Christmas. I have to be honest with you, Jared. That's probably one of my least favorite Christmas songs, so I'm curious why you chose that one. Uh, I did that one because we're talking about Run Run Rudolph. Uh, you're talk- you hate it because it's... I f- see. I figured you that would be like your favorite because you like rock music, and this is a rock type song compared to a lot of other Christmas songs. No. Why? Why do you hate it? That particular song. I just don't yeah. like the way it sounds. Why do I have to explain myself? I just don't like it. it, it you just yeah, just okay. Well, I guess. I usually, I feel like there's a reason that somebody doesn't like a song, you know, and maybe for you, it's just the vibes. I, yeah, don't feel the vibe. Um. Maybe like I, you're, you're not, you know, you're not too far off with oh wow, I should like that song because it's you know more of a upbeat sort of rock song than other ones, you know. Yeah. Um, so this is a song. I do like um, "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree." I do like that song. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just that particular song for whatever reason I've just never liked it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and I'm, so then in that case, Pat, you can undownload that. Uh, and be fine. <laughs> I actually showed it to my family. It was great. Okay, good, good. Hopefully they had a better reaction than than you did. How was your Christmas, Pat? It's okay. Guess what day I went Christmas shopping? On the 24th. That is correct. Yes, nice. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, I don't look at it as procrastination. I look at it as I'm going to pick something that's in the moment. Like, I, I have no choice. I have to get something and it's got to mean something. That's the way I kind of justify that. Yeah. But yeah, it does get stressful as the hours pass. So kind of like how if I were to record this podcast and released it like two years from now, it would not be nearly as relevant as if we just record this like we do normally and release it that same week. Interesting take, but yeah, I guess so. It's like um, I wanted to try something new this year, too. I wanted to shop locally in my neighborhood, so... I did that on Christmas Eve because the shops were all like within a couple blocks and then I had to go to a Best Buy which was like, you know, 
a mile or whatever. Are, are you Best referring- Buy was pretty crowded, but all the other stores were. Are you referring to like low-key gas stations to shop for your family? Not like low-key gas stations. You go to a low-key gas station to get a very interesting snack, in my opinion. Okay, so not necessarily Christmas gifts. No, I mean, I guess you could look at it as you're going to get like um, like an interesting gift you probably wouldn't get at the mall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Find something that nobody could find anywhere else, probably for a good reason, uh, but still, you know, something different. Like I got my mother some jewelry from Mexico, and um, I got pretty turned up at a wedding in St. Louis. I got like some Day of the Dead skulls for my family. I just want to get like something that like kind of represented where I lived. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, so shop local. So you do you have like one of those bumper stickers on your car now? No, we we've talked about bumper stickers. <laughs> yeah, I will never have a bumper sticker. That's but true. I do like how you tried to get me to trick into that one. Oh, actually I do want to say this that happened actually. What tell me your thoughts on this. Um my cousin is I don't know how old he is cuz all my little cousins they all seem about the same age to me, but let's say he's like uh 5, 4 or 5. Okay, he got uh my I had another uncle that asked the uncle who is the father of my cousin. So one uncle had my little cousin as like a secret Santa type thing. And so he calls my uncle and he says, Hey, can I get your son a lump of coal as a joke and then get a real gift? And my uncle, who was the father of my cousin says, yes, that'd be funny. So we, he gets the thing of coal and immediately starts crying. (laughs) Like just bawling, just bawling at this point. And everybody else is cracking up except for one of my aunts. Who's not the mother of this child says, that's not funny. He was too young. And I mean, if he's like five, it's you're kind of pushing it. Like maybe if he was like eight or nine and kind of a little more mature, he might kind of shake it off for a second, you know, because like you could think like, oh, it's it's all good. Like my my other relatives got me gifts, you know, whatever. Yeah. One particular person thought I sucked this year or whatever. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I saw her perspective, but she was when everybody else is laughing, including the kid's dad. I think I'm okay with, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. The The thing I would say, though, is that he got, then he got a gift right after, obviously, his real gift, and instantly the cries went to, he was happy, um, you know, that he had a gift. Like, he then he was, like, smiling, all this stuff, like, like a, fl- a switch just flipped, and as soon as he saw a regular gift. So, you know, he might realize it was a joke? I, <laughs> I don't even know if he, re- it's a good point, I don't even know if he realized it was a joke, more just that, what all he cared about he was already moving on to the next thing which was i have a gift now so well, at least it ended well it ended well yeah it ended well for everybody i also was a little disappointed because it was supposed to be coal but it was actually charcoal which i don't think is actually uh counted as the same thing i want to maybe we'll get some some christmas experts in on this but charcoal is you know like a burnt wood type of thing it's wood based where coal is an actual stone and so this was super light and it was charcoal <clears throat> which really I did think not. A five-year-old's gonna know the difference. Uh, I that and see to me that's more the reason he was crying is because he was probably like this is a poor representation of what a bad gift is supposed to be. Like you didn't even get the coal part right. Hundred percent bullshit. Okay, <laughs> we don't know. He's too young to to fully express himself, but I think that's probably where he was going with it. Were you in a, a white elephant uh, sort of thing? 
not in a white elephant. We say Secret Santa, but it's everybody knows who they're getting and that kind of thing, and you have to kind of tell the person. So it's not like a same type of white elephant gift where you just get something ridiculous and give it out. Do you do one of those? We do Secret Santa on one side, and then we do white elephant. My family's nuts. We do Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then the day after Christmas. The day after Christmas, we do white elephant. And ju- just guess what I got this year. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say uh, butter. No. It's white elephant, so it's like a random thing. Yes. Like it's not tailored. Oh, it's right, not tailored person. towards you. A bottle of sriracha. Again, these are all tailored towards me. But <laughs> okay. No. Um, I got a hairbrush, and it has a secret compartment where you can stash your money. So if anyone ever comes and robs me, and they don't listen to this podcast, they're never going to How much money can you fit in a hairbrush? A money truck, baby. You know what? It actually goes pretty deep. It's not like, uh, like a t- it's one of those brushes that is like, uh, 360 around. Yeah, it's like pretty long, so you could. I don't know. Probably get up to maybe 500 bucks. I think in change. Not. Yeah, in change, Jared. <laughs> Have you ever had a hundred dollars in change before? It like <laughs> fills up a jar. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say maybe I had a jar back in the day where I poured it out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well. It, so, do you have money in there now? No, I actually, I left it at my parents' house, so I don't have it with me right now. Okay. Well, that could be a problem if you're keeping money and leaving that hairbrush places. I have it in another secret location currently. Also, if I saw you with a hairbrush, I think the first thing i do is check it for money because why would you have a yeah, hairbrush? Yeah, I don't have long hair. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the first sign of, of something's up uh, is you having a hairbrush. Yeah. I got another shitty haircut tonight. Um, oh, good. You you never get the razors or the clippers, do you, Jared? Like you just whenever uh, you get a haircut, it's just like purely scissors. Um, for the neck, they'll do some clippers, like for yeah, oh. like the bottom of my neck. So they do like the back of my head and the side of my head. It's like a size one. Yeah. Usually they'll like spray it with water. This dude today didn't do any of that, so he was just like slicing at my head, and then he messed it up in one area, and he's like, "Oh, you see where it's kind of janky there? I'm gonna fix that later." I'm like. <laughs> better <laughs> but he never he did not he did not <laughs> did you bring up so it looks like i'm bald in one area on the did, side of my head did you bring up the jankiness before you left it was one of those things again is it the same supercuts, different guy <laughs> i just wanted to leave yep yeah i i get it but now you gotta now you gotta live with this for a couple of weeks uh, worst things have happened okay. i still got that handsome smile that's so true you could wear a hat right I could wear a hat. I just kissed for the first time, and I could sense something was wrong, and so he pulled away. I asked him if he was okay, and he said that he felt dead inside. And then he went to the bathroom, and I asked him if he's okay again, and he said that he just felt repulsed. So, Pat, you said you wanted to do a decade recap. Yeah. I did want to do that. Like, I was thinking back, the last time I remember it was the change of a decade was 2000. Like, in 2010, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I mean, did you? Uh, I, You know what? I don't even... I had a lot going on. 2010 was like graduating high school, so I don't know. Uh, I probably... I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I fully comprehended what was going on. I remember 2010, New Year's Eve, quite well, actually, and I, that was the last thing on my mind. So Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring up a couple of my top things over the last decade and then okay. ask you what yours are. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Um, top sports moment as a fan. Okay. I would say for me, it would be 
last Bears season when they beat the Packers to win the division at Soldier Field. All right. Aside from that, not a lot of good has happened in this past decade for the sports teams I've yep. for. I believe the White Sox are one of like 10 teams in professional sports who did not make the postseason once in the entire decade. Wow. I didn't know that. That's brutal. Yeah. Last time they were in the playoffs was 2008. Oh, God. Do you have a yeah. top sports moment? Uh, I, You know what? Um, I would say the Cubs winning. Not that I'm like, you know, the biggest Cubs fan. It was just that when they won, I was in Wrigleyville. I was you know, watching it at my you know roommate Dave's place. And we were there. And I had been watching it. I had been following them like pretty closely that whole year. I'd gone to a few games. And when the postseason went on, like just kind of, and I watched like every, you know, every playoff game and all that stuff. And when it, when it was there, when it happened and they won and like being there, how crazy it was like in Wrigleyville. Um, that's kind of like something I'll never forget is just kind of that whole environment of that area. Uh, so I think that would be it for me. Cause like you said, I mean, bowls, I haven't had much to, you know, I mean, there's bowls have been decent, but they also have had more kind of grief than anything else. Bears a lot of up and downs, mostly downs. You know, Blackhawks had some great moments. I just would pick the the Cubs over that. Okay. Uh, this decade was the decade we started doing a podcast. Yes. Um, and a radio show, actually. Yeah, that's true. That till now. Okay. Do you have any top favorite guest of our show? Well, I, like I got to get better at the guest thing too because I, you know, I kind of. I don't think about it until, you know, it's like already time to record the show. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I should have gotten a guest. I'm like, well, we can't get one this week. I'll get one next week because it's like I got to give people more heads up. So I do. I my I would say my New Year's resolution for 2020 Chub Step is to get more guests on the show. Uh, my favorite guest, and I've talked about this on the show before, was probably um, uh, Noel Guglielmi, Noel G, just a guy that I had uh, – he seemed like he enjoyed being on the show, and then he also uh, somebody that I'd seen in movies for a long time, and he was just always kind of a a, a character actor type of guy, a very specific role, and he kind of talked about why that was and all that. You know, it was nice to hear some some more uh, thoughts behind it from him and that sort of a thing. What about you, Pat? I like the guests we do in person, uh, the recurring guests like MTJ. Yeah, great MTJ last week. Uh, that's right. We have Russo every once in a blue moon. Yeah. That's always a good one. Yeah. And I don't know. I liked the show when we did it in your backyard. We had your sister and Rosalie. I liked that show. Oh, yeah. That was a that one was a little ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah. Even it was though, like super humid and raining, but yes. other than that, it was pretty cool. Even though Steve Ribeiro, uh, little Stevie, canceled Rosalie last week. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. My bad, dude. Yeah, that's all right. Brothers got to <laughs> stick together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I got three more here, Jared. Sure. This one might be a little tough for you, but okay. I'm going to go with top LTOs of the past Ooh, decade. wow. One of these might, you might just think it's ridiculous, but okay. I did include one of them as a spicy chicken sandwich from Popeye's. Wow. Um, I've enjoyed that sandwich so much, I've probably had it like five or six times by now. Controversial. I don't know if that's because, like, there's a Popeyes right by me, and like all the hype has died down, so now I just walk right in. Like nobody goes yeah. to Popeyes. Yeah. 
just walk right in, get the combo. They, the, their combos are like so much better than other restaurants. You could get like mac and cheese. Yeah. Like instead of French fries. Oh, you know what I mean? Their sides are by far the best, uh, you know, sides for a fast food restaurant by far. But I would say my favorite LTO of this past decade, and I don't know if we were doing radio at the time or if we were doing the podcast because this was before I worked full time. Yeah. But it was at Carl's Jr. It was called the El Diablo Thick Burger. Okay. And I don't know if they serve this anymore. I don't think they do because at the time it was an LTO, but I could still look up what's on um, the burger online. So it was a beef patty with cheesy jalapeno um, poppers, not peppers, jalapeno poppers. Okay. Habanero bacon ranch sauce, bacon, jalapenos, and pepper jack cheese on a premium bun. It was one of the most delicious things I've ever had, but it was super spicy. I okay. remember the first time I had it was in a car on the way home from a ballpark. Yeah. All I had to drink it down with was pop, which makes spicy food so much worse. And I remember I had to like pull over the car at one point because I was like literally choking. It was so hot, but it was so delicious. I wish they would bring that back. Okay, sweet. Um, Do you have a top LTO? Yeah, something that comes I was trying. Okay, so yeah, two that are coming to mind. Um, one is Baconalia. Denny's did, and they had everything like bacon themed. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I don't think I've eaten at Denny's since I was like a kid. I should also clarify this by saying I never actually partake partook in uh, Baconalia, but I just appreciated that they had it. <clears throat> you just appreciate the fact that they had it, but you never tried it? Yeah, kind of like um, how in Zoolander, uh, Hansel says that, you know, he doesn't really listen, listen to Sting, but he just likes that he's been doing music for so long. Ah, uh, I remember it's, that part. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but for Baconalia. One that I did have that I liked a lot was Dairy Queen's Flamethrower Burger, which sounds like what you're talking about. And I'm pretty sure yeah, they don't. Yeah, I out on that one. I don't think they still have it anymore. And also, you don't see Dairy Queen as like an option to get food at a lot of times. Um, no. But it had uh, bacon, um, like a pepper jack cheese, and then some sort of like you know chipotle type recipe. You know, it was like a hot, same sort of thing, like a hot burger, and actually just really solid most of the time. So the Dairy Queen flamethrower burger, a low key, very wow, that, solid. That was six years ago, Jared. That's good, right? I mean, that mean, that's a throwback. Yeah, that means it's stuck with you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, that would put that up there. I, I don't... see a picture of this thing, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big <clears throat> fan of spicy burgers, man. Exactly. All right, two more. Yeah. Top, top place you traveled to. Um, you go first. I would go with uh, India. I liked India uh, the most. That, that would have been 20... 12 January of 2012 I was there I think um that's when I studied abroad for like a little over a month there uh at Marquette it's one of those places like I don't really necessarily even want to go back to um I feel like I've you know been there and it'd be very hard to to visit um just on your own if I was just trying to like plan a trip by myself it was very easy through the school because they had everything planned out and all this kind of stuff it's not easy to get around to it's kind of a you know it's a very different world than ours but it was a very cool experience that was uh that's where i would say it was my was my favorite nice i remember you going there yes yes uh 
Mine is Ireland, which I went to in the beginning of the decade. I went to in 2010. Uh, it's only one of two countries I've been to outside of the United States. What was your favorite part, Pat? Of Ireland? So I yeah. was there for, I think, 10 days. And we spent, I want to say, eight of them on like the West Coast. And where we were staying was... Um, First of all, we were staying with my friend's family, so we didn't have to pay for anything, which was really nice. High society. I would say the food is not my favorite. Yeah. But um, yeah. there was a Gaelic, like the national Gaelic football, like championship tournament was going was on. Like the town it was called Bell Mullet was popping, and we went to the bar every night. We were eighteen. It was legal to drink out there, and um, I guess we had an accent. Females thought we were hilarious when we talked, and we were not very funny people. Shocking. I would say that we climbed the mountain out there that was like famous for like St. Patrick was like famous for like climbing it or something. It was called Crow Patrick. Climbing a mountain, not fun. I will say that, not fun. Uh, I think it was like three and a half, almost four hours to get up there and then go down. Because you go up there and it's just like clouds, you can't even see anything. Well, that kind of is upsetting because the whole reason you probably went up there was because of the view. Well, no, it's like one of those tourist things you have to do when you're there. I mean, the the old like um, uh, myth in the town is that if you climb it three times in your life, you go to heaven. Oh, so how many did you climb it? Just once. You are screwed then, probably. But is this uh, is it a bigger tourist trap than say the wings in Nashville? Um, it's something, I mean, you know, I have had a lot of other people I know who have gone to Ireland and they've never even heard of this place. Okay. So. Cause there is a saying that if you take three pictures in front of the wings, you get a blue check mark. Oh, <laughs> I love that actually. That's really <laughs> funny. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ireland, very cool. And I, you know, what, what my am i supposed to say florida las vegas those are the only other places i've been no i like the ireland is a good choice i think all right last one top moments jared i'm gonna give you uh, three okay i'm gonna give you graduating high school yep in this decade yeah graduating college in this decade yep i'm gonna agree with both those honestly i think i was more excited when i graduated high school because when i graduated college i was kind of like what am i supposed to do now <laughs> yes yes exactly exactly i would agree with that <laughs> Like, I was happy school was over, but at the same time, I was like, uh, I start paying loans in six months. Like, I got nothing lined up. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You would be with the same same boat as with that. It's like high school, you graduate, you're like, man, next year I'm going to get trashed. I'm going to meet all these <laughs> girls. I don't have to go to class if I don't want to. Yeah. It turns out it's a lot harder than that. It turns out you do have but to go to class at Marquette because <laughs> they keep attending. Yeah, it turns out if you miss two weeks of class, they drop you. <laughs> yes. And then obviously... My favorite band reunited. I got to see Guns N' Roses four times this decade, and that was awesome. I'm going to have to go with those same first two, Pat, uh, high school. And, and I feel the literally the exact same way. Like, I was definitely more excited after high school than I was after college. At college, I was like, yeah, what? I got nothing lined up. What's what's going to happen now? My third one was probably, probably getting my condo. That would probably be my third one. Um and just all Which is the, a very nice place. Thank you, thank you. And just all the renovations on that—that that was kind of a a cool experience to do that whole process of things. Definitely agree on the definitely agree on the first two. I can't agree on the Guns and Roses. Wasn't as big of impact for me. I know. Anything else while I'm still here? Uh, <clears throat> I think we got a pretty good. Uh, we get a lot of stuff that we can save for for next week. 
when hopefully we're all together. Okay. Steed is planning on joining in the second part of the show that we record later. So, Pat, you enjoy the rest of your night. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I have so much fun on this boat. I took it out last week with a couple of guys and a couple of girls. Everyone was wasted, hooking up left and right, okay? Uh, and I'm back with Steed uh, Palomino, correct? Well, uh, yeah, that's what they've been calling me. Steed, uh, me and Pat were talking about Christmas. We were talking about our recap of the decade, uh, 2020, or our recap of like the 2010s, I should say. He was saying, um, what yeah. are some of your favorite moments? I just want to go through a quick one of yours. What was your favorite sports moment? I don't know, because I'm a Buffalo fan, so. Yeah. I don't really get a lot. Uh, you know what? Nathan Peterman throwing four interceptions in the first half. Watching uh, T. Mussolini and Yarmir Yager retire. There you go. What about your favorite... Uh, LTO. Do you have a favorite LTO of the past 10 years? LTO? Limited time offer? Yeah. Uh, four for four. Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's four for four. That's a classic. Are they still doing <laughs> that? Uh, I think so, but it's like shitty. Like they include a drink and like a small fry. Yeah, that's BS. It's not as good as the that's glory BS. days. I agree. I agree. Uh, what about, uh, he said favorite vacation. Do you have a favorite vacation you've done? I went to Florida. Chub Stub Zach's wedding. That was fun. I threw up in a boat marina into the ocean, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I would agree. All right, um, okay, that was the that was the highlight. So, uh, anything, any Christmas stories you want to say? I had a question for you, Steve, actually regarding Christmas stories. Um, Christmas, I was sleeping, um, as I normally do on Christmas Eve. I hear. Um, the tip tap of uh, feet on, like, not human feet on my roof. So I go downstairs preparing to go outside to check it out. And who's in my living room? Santa. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg in your. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just like, I am lost. So I showed him out, and uh, that was Christmas. That was well, my Christmas. Can I tell you why that wouldn't be the craziest thing? His brother, his brother yeah. and his brother's wife live not even five minutes. Donnie Wahlberg and Jenny McCarthy live f- not even five minutes from your house. It would be a five, maybe five minutes if I was walking. Yes, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. And following roads. You're right. I, 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 it's, yeah, it is literally like a block away. <laughs> if I were to sprint to their house from my dad's house, I think I could get there in under two minutes. Yeah, Steve. The story I heard about that you're not referencing is uh, something involving uh, prime rib fat. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So you were probably in contact with Lydia Gaga. Chubstep Lydia Gaga. I was. Uh, yeah. Yes, I had quite the conversation with her where she talked about your uh, prime rib fat and juice. Yes. Um. So we have a tradition. In our household, it's called Meat Bone. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So my dad makes a prime rib on Christmas, and then at the end we take a bone, which has a bunch of meat left on it, and we pass it around chanting Meat Bone, Meat Bone, <laughs> yeah, meat, meat Bone, bone Meat and Bone. when meat you get bone. it, you take a big bite of the meat, and then you pass it to the next person. Yes. 
So we were doing meat bone, and then uh, somebody had a bunch of fat left on their plate, and I was like, well, you didn't even eat your whole plate. Words were exchanged, and they're like, you wouldn't eat that. And I was like, I'll eat it right now. So I took, um, ugh. It was like a sandwich worth. An inch. Oh, my God. It was disgusting. It was like an inch of fat. Inch yeah. by an inch, maybe. I put it in between a little bun, and I ate it. <laughs> God. And this was for like a dollar? How much was this for? I got no money. Okay, somebody just like said, hey, would you eat this thing of fat on a bun? And you said yes? Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, later... Did it taste we good? Cleaning, you ate it all? Yeah, I, I ate it. I swallowed a big old, big old bite. Okay. It was just... it. You know what? The taste when it entered my mouth was rich. It was delicious. I thought this is what the kings would eat. <laughs> yeah. After a few chews, different story. Okay. I thought this is what commoners eat. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yeah, then as we were cleaning up, um, we had like the pan it was cooked in and we were taking all the whatever stuff, juices out. We yeah. poured it into a cup and uh, the meat soup chant started. Meat soup, meat soup, <laughs> meat, meat soup. soup meat so meat I, soup, I tried to drink some soup, of the meat soup. soup. Meat soup, meat soup, and, meat uh, soup. It touched my the tip of my tongue, and I realized this I could not do it. I don't know what was in that meat soup, but it was bad. Uh, I think an hour and a half later, I was vomiting horribly. Oh, God. <laughs> I threw up so much. <laughs> meat soup? You don't recommend meat soup. I don't recommend meat soup. But the good news is, if you're looking for like a way to stay fit through the holidays... Yeah. Um, drink a little bit of meat soup. That holiday meal's gone. Get rid of some of those empty carbs. It's a guilt-free way to enjoy a meat bone, a fat sandwich, and some meat soup. <laughs> Did you have a regular meal at any point during this? Uh, yeah, I ate the prime rib, but then I puked it all up. That makes sense. And then I was just like lying there. My whole family's just getting wasted, and I just felt like I was sweating and had to puke more i puked more in the in the morning the next day it was a disaster oh god wow great this is uh yeah this is a perfect holiday meal (laughs) (laughs) so that was fun i had a great christmas it's it's kind of like and it's always sunny they have the uh the fight milk and basically the weightlifting guys are using it just to like puke to puke and yeah yeah that's kind of like you could come up with a recipe for your meat soup, and it was basically just a thing so people can puke. Yeah, I think it's instant puke if you actually drank some. Yeah. Uh, Steed, I wanted to get to this uh, email from – it's been forever since we've got to an email. So this one's from Chubstep Jack, so I want to get to this. And people email show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And so this first one is called Photo Daily Chubble. It says, hello, Chubstep team. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Please see the attached photo for your discussion. Kind regards, Chubstep Jack. And so it's a screenshot from uh, at Aaron Chack. And he said, if, if a centaur had a dick, would it be like this or like this? So one picture is showing the centaur where a human would have its penis. And then the other picture is showing a centaur where a horse would have its penis. So in between the back legs or it's in between the front legs. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad he brought this up. 
Yes. Um, because I actually have watched several centaur based pornos. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> good, good, good. And they are almost always in the back where a horse would have his penis. I am so curious how this porno would have that. Is this a cartoon? No, no, no. This is real uh, man horse, man centaur. Um, wow. Yeah, sometimes they're having sex with other centaurs. Sometimes it's um, like an elf. Um, oh, God. Rarely a human. Rarely a human. Interesting. They wouldn't go steep down to, you know, having relations with a human. They keep yes. it mostly to, you know, elves, other centaurs, maybe like a goblin. I I agree with you in I, I haven't I haven't seen this uh you know these historical documents that you talk about but I have just purely looking at pictures here the penis where a human would have it would be very exposed. Yes, running through the brush um yes. that thing would constantly be getting smashed. Yes. I would you would not want that. I would you would want it where the horse has its uh yep. Yeah. Though I think it yeah. seems pretty straightforward here, Chubster Jack. I'm not really sure what the question is. And, like, it's clear, belly button down, that's horse. Yeah. That's all horse. So you got to gotta go with the horse. That's a good penis. point. You're at the point where the penis would be, the horse has already basically come into fruition. Yes. And do you really, if you have the option of horse penis versus human penis? Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm taking the four foot long uh, horse weaned. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, people are not factoring in uh, size into this whole thing, which needs to be factored. Yeah. Um, that actually might be a downgrade for you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick with my human my human uh, anatomy. Your, your five-foot-long human pain. Yeah. So <laughs> this That's next fair. one this next one does say hi to Pat. So, Pat, if you listen to the second part, hi to you. But I don't think you really need to be involved in the first part. It says uh, Conan O'Beefen. This is from Smacko. Oh, yeah. Uh, Smacko, I'll say it for Pat. What's the deal with y'all having a Conan O'Brien soundbite on your Billy Bob Thornton movie review? Intro. Has the beef been squashed? So <laughs> what he's referring to is... Goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, what's like this, you can say three but not four. You know? <laughs> it's funny because you know, I mean, you know, we have rules complain. in network television. That is a Conan interview. So... My thought is, you can you can you know say if you have other opinions, but my thought is that this is actually uh, one of those times that Conan's show took a hit um, from the ratings police, and then also just you know things went not the way that he planned them to go. Uh, so yeah. I think that is in a sense making fun of Conan and how his inability to host uh, properly. Yeah, um, obviously. <laughs> He's a good host. We can't say anything about that. A good person? That I won't comment on. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, so really, to me, this is a slap in the face to Conan. Mm-hmm. Um, because, <laughs> look, Chubstep didn't license this. Yeah. We stole We just stole it. We just took it from him. What's yeah. he going to do? Conan's not coming on Chubstep podcast. He's scared. Yep. He's not getting Jeff Goldblum on the podcast. Which is what we need yes. for this beef to be squashed. This beef is not getting squashed. I respected Conan O'Brien. Yep. 
I almost I all I loved him. I loved Conan O'Brien until he turned his back on his fans. He's like a pale snowman dad. Yes. Like a worse a worst version of Chris Elliott in the movie Snow Days. The uh the, the snow truck driver. Oh, that was a good movie. Really good movie. Yeah, you're right. I talk too much. I also listen too much. Well, you think what you want about me. I'm not changing. I like I like me. Yeah, you want a Winky Owl news? Yeah, what's yet? Yeah, I didn't know there was updates in Winky Owl world, but yes, let's hear your your favorite Aldi brand wine update. All right, we got a Winky Owl update. I'm going into my kitchen. I'm going to get the uh, the bottle here. Okay. So I can give a proper update. Appreciate that. <clears throat> okay, Winky Owl news. Dun, dun, breaking. Dun. breaking since maybe two weeks ago, week and a half ago. Okay. All right. I went into Aldi looking for my Winky Alpino Grigio, yep. as I do every Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I go in, pick up the bottle. What is this? A new liquid in my bottle. Whoa. Yes. So it is, it's like a tan tan color it's not like green yeah as green as it was um i confirmed it is a clear bottle so it's not the bottle okay they didn't change the bottle they kept all the labeling the exact same i compared two bottles so i wanted to give a little review about the new updated so winking it's just a full new wine at this point so it's the same exact label but it's just a little bit more tan okay and you know what? I was worried. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you about the uh, the pairing where okay. I paired it with. Okay. A so I paired sandwich. this uh, Pinot Grigio Winking Owl. It's uh, I believe a twenty twenty. It doesn't say what year it was made. It's uh. That's how right, you know it it's was good. in the. It was this decade wine. A wine, a wine within the last ten years. We can almost be certain of that. Yeah, <laughs> I I paired this with a leftover Outback chicken Alfredo, Kingsland pasta, okay. and undercooked pork butt roast. <laughs> okay, undercooked. Now, did you cook this pork butt roast? Is that why it's undercooked? I I did. So I cooked it in the slow cooker. Yeah, and then the slow cooker was like, oh, I just wasn't on for a certain period of time. <laughs> And I was like, when did it turn off? But I was hungry. Yeah. So I put it in the oven at 400-something yep. degrees. And then I just chopped it up. And I took it out, and it still wasn't cooked. <laughs> so I microwaved it for 12 minutes. 12 minutes? Oh, my yeah, god! I had to make this... it. Dude, it was a giant pork roast. <laughs> so I microwaved it for 12 minutes. And then I checked the temperature with my tongue. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's how I, if I like need to see if food's hot, I gotta touch it with my tongue because that's where it's going. Yeah. That's like if I touch it with my hand, my hand is felt way hotter stuff than so food. Forget like a meat thermometer, right? Forget that. I know why I did not have one. I, I had one at some point, but I can't remember where it is or when I had it. So I do remember using one though. Yeah. So those were my, that was what I paired it with. I mixed it together. It actually turned out very good. Okay. So something, it was light, a little bit heavy, 
really all over the place. Perfect for winking out. Light and heavy. For, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> you know what? No, it was heavy. It was a heavy it was chicken Alfredo pies with pork. Okay. It was really, very good. Um, anyways, after the first sip, disappointment. Whoa. This wine, to me, it tasted uh, fruitier, less dry than the former Winking Owl. Okay. It seemed like they were just blasting me with some type of Moscato or Rosé. Oh, my God. Yes. So I was outraged. Now, by the end of the pint I was drinking, pure joy. Wow. It was the same old Winking Owl I remember. (laughs) It goes down easy, stays down smooth, winking out. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, it was pretty much the same exact wine. It just looks a little bit more tan. Oh, <laughs> but at first it was throwing you off because yeah, of the it color? Yeah, because it was tan. Okay. That's fair. So, Steed, I, I mean, I've seen a common uh, issue with, like, some of, the, some of the recurring themes I'm seeing uh, from today are you throwing up a lot. And then you yes. eating food that you probably shouldn't be eating, like okay. meat soup and undercooked pork. Uh, I microwaved it for 12 minutes, so you tell me that's undercooked. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> to be fair, that was your your words were undercooked pork. <laughs> it was undercooked. I think I woke up at like 2 in the morning and just, let's just say, went to the bathroom. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't like... It wasn't calm. I had my hand on the wall. Yeah. Like opposite the toilet, like for support. Good. Yeah, that's you need you need one of like those things in the handicap bathrooms with the little uh handle that sticks out. I didn't I needed a handle or like a hand to hold that <laughs> night. That's why I believe the pork to be undercooked. <laughs> it had nothing to do with a bottle of winking out. No, no, no. How dare you blame yes. Nobody would even think that. Yeah. Um you know what? When you say that, I, maybe I should watch what I eat. I think I have a stomach ulcer. Perfect. Yeah, but also maybe eating all these exotic foods has made me stronger. That's true. You are very strong. Yep. I can lift 100 pounds clear over my head. Wow. I would love to see that one day. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a George Costanza <laughs> joke. <laughs> nice. I had a I had a Billy Bob Thorne movie to review, but I'm thinking we just save that for next week. Yeah, I'm sure people got they got like stuff they got to do. It's the holidays. Yeah, you guys busy. are pretty busy. Like I don't need that. I mean, yeah. New Year's is tomorrow as we're recording this. Well, so. as we record this, actually, will be the first episode of 2020. Whoa! Oh my gosh, that's huge. Yeah. Um. Do you have any big plans for tomorrow? Are you getting wet and wild? I'm going to a buddy's. Uh, he's having a housewarming party in Milwaukee. So I am oh. going up for It's like a housewarming slash New Year's party. So it should be. I say that's pretty self-centered if this guy's just, hey, yeah. it's my housewarming party. And then, it, yeah, it ends at 10 o'clock and you got to find new plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm kicking everybody out. Yes. What about have you? Fun driving. What about you? Uh, I'll be going into the Big Big Apple, Chicago. Yep. And, uh, you know, raging at Chubstep Mike's house. I also got invited to Chubstep Mike's, and then uh, and I told him I couldn't go. He rescinded the invitation, so 
I'm no longer invited. Oh, that's a, that's a big-time Mike power move. It is a very big power move, and anybody, <laughs> you feel free to keep that in your back pocket for future reference. You can resend, you can, you know, take back an invitation. Yeah, if you don't like the outcome yes. of what <laughs> yes. the person has just said. You control the terms. It's your, it's your life, your choice. Yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, God. It was going to be like the funniest Chubstep moment of the year. Wow. I know. I had it, too. That's a shame. I guess end the show. Yeah, damn it. I guess we're going to have to wait for the funny moments for next year, guys. Sorry. Uh, email the show at chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, rate the show on iTunes. Follow Pat Callahan, uh, Pat Callahan 044 on Instagram. Uh, follow uh, Steed, uh, Steed underscore Ponomino, me, JRedzy3, Chubstep Podcast on Instagram. Post a lot of good stuff. Uh, my, my cousin eating a huge candy cane. Um, oh, a lot of good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Always good stuff. So, Fraser, that picture got like 20 likes. Wow. Yes, people are yeah. still talking about that. Good good I, memes. I sent that to Jared in our, our private group chat. I was like, oh, Jared will love this meme. And then. Instead of saying, like, LOL, he just responds, put it on the Instagram. <laughs> All business Nothing with me. Else. You know that. Strictly business. <laughs> Strictly business. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Happy New Year's, everybody. Thank you for another great year of Chubstep. And the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.